Welcome, welcome to the first episode of the Independence Man podcast. This is the first time I've ever recorded myself, especially with the express purpose of putting it out there for everyone to listen to. So needless to say, I have a lot to learn, and there'll probably be mistakes and goofs along the way, but hey, I gotta start somewhere, and I'm starting now. I figured I would tell everyone why I'm doing this, and what Independence Man is all about. I guess to put it simply, uh, I just want to share my journey with you and what I've been learning. I've actually been been thinking for a little while now that um, I want to share something with the world. I want to um, produce something. I want to come up with something of value to give to other people. And it's it's been a struggle because I feel like I don't have anything perfect or of great value yet. And I'm getting over the, the fact that nothing is ever really perfect. I, I struggle with um, perfection, and it's something I'm getting over. And I think a lot of us struggle with that. So... I guess this podcast is is simply going to be my journey and what I'm learning, and I'm just going to be real with you about about all that. So I I hope that you can gain something from that and get value from that. So that's kind of briefly about why I'm doing this, and to tie it into Independence Man. Why did I pick Independence Man for a name? Well, first off. I was born on July 4th, Independence Day. So when I was trying to think of a name, Independence Man came to me, and it kind of tied in with with what I've been learning in, in my journey. So it kind of made sense. Independence Man, this is my journey. I was born on July 4th. And there's been numerous ways that I've been finding my independence. And it's probably started with realizing that there's a lot of outside uh, control factors or systems that um, we attach ourselves to and we allow to control us. So it's it's been a journey of, of finding what those outside control systems are and choosing to become independent of them again. And there's a lot of cultural ones, a lot of political ones, and a lot of religious ones. And then even beyond that, there's people in our lives that um, have their own views of us, who we should be, you know, their judgments. And those things really control us. So it's, it's learning to become independent of, of those, those people in our lives. And even more so, and I've found that it's almost been the the biggest controlling factor is myself, my own critical and fearful self has been the biggest control factor that I continue to learn to become independent from, to break free of. It's 
it's really the biggest factor that's holding me back from being my true self. And a lot of it, you know, it, it's all our own thoughts. It's, it's our own thinking. So in the past, and I, you know, I still do to a certain point, you know, you look outside of yourself to all these outside control systems that, you know, we think are, are controlling our lives and, um, really directing us, but for the most part, I, I continue to realize that it's it's our own self that holds us back from our true potential. So, a lot of good stuff there, and I, I think it's it's important to be aware of, of all those factors, the outside control factors and the, and the inner ones. Um, so, I'll, I'll be talking about, about all that. Um, and, and really, this this is all about becoming more more self empowered, you know, learning how to deal with these control factors, and um, and overcoming them. There's a few main guiding themes that I wanted to talk just a little bit about. Um, the first one is is I, I really want to be talking about living an empowered life. There's so many things that really takes away from our power. And again, you know, there, there are outside factors that, that take away our power. But really, they can't honestly take away our power unless we give it to them. So there's definitely some interesting things about that, about how we voluntarily give away our power to outside control systems. And there are ways to take that back. And I'm just starting to learn learn about that. And it's to me it's very exciting. So a big a big theme about what I'll be talking about and about what I've been experiencing is is how to live a, a more empowered life. The next big theme is living a free life. Living with freedom in your life. And I think this, it's really an instinct within all of us to want to be free. To not want to be caged up, to not want to be chained down to something. We all have this this inner desire to become free of things that hold us back. And I I think a way to define freedom, at least a little bit, is... When, when something is free, when you live in freedom, you have the ability to live to your full potential and value of who you are. So anything that, that binds you, that can control you, that enslaves you, it limits your value. And... I think there's a lot of things, I know there are a lot of things that have been controlling us for such a long time that we don't even see them anymore. We become so used to them. And it's very sad to me because what it does is it is it decreases our value. It decreases our potential. And... I, on this podcast, I, I hope to shed a little bit of light and to talk and discuss 
about these these areas that are in one sense are very open that everyone can can see but they're also very hidden and a lot of people don't see these areas that that hold us back that really enslave us so yes another another big theme uh, that I'll be talking about is living a, a free life, living a life of freedom. And the, th the third main guiding uh, theme that I will be talking about is living a life that is guided by love. In my in my journey, in the things that um, I've been learning, it it all keeps coming back to love without love what is there I think I think when things are boiled down love is a thing that really matters love is is has been becoming a, a bigger and bigger guiding force for me and really the the inverse of love if you if you look at like a long scale like light and darkness I see love and fear kind of kind of being that continuum there on on one side you have love and the other side you have fear and I think any decision you make in life any choice you make is either guided by by one or the other and you know it's a continuum so uh, you might make a choice and there might be a little bit of fear in there but there also might be some love in there um, but because our, since I've become more aware of this, I, I am learning to, to slide that scale further and further towards the love side. And I've, I've found that very freeing and very empowering. And, uh, I want to, I want to read a quote, uh, that I believe it was the, the 14th Dalai Lama said, and he said, the more you are motivated by love, the more fearless and free your action will be. The more you are motivated by love, the more fearless and free your action will be. So I have that in my wall. I like to think about that. Um, that's kind of an, another guiding theme that I'll be talking about here on the podcast is living a life that is guided by love. And along with those guiding themes, um, there's, I guess you could say, some tools or some more uh, uh, specific things that I've been learning that I'd love to share with you guys. And a lot of these areas I'm, I'm just starting to learn about, so I have a lot of learning to do. But I'd like to share my journey with you about learning these things and my excitement for them. And I look forward to hearing from you, your comments about them, and what you know about these areas. And the, the first thing I have on my list here is I've been learning about natural law. And this is kind of a big area. Um... And you can you can go a few different ways with it, but 
I have been finding out that there are natural laws. And it, it, it differs from political law or man-made law in that natural laws have to be discovered. They're not, they're not made up. Excuse me. Um, they're, they're just out there. It's like gravity. You can't, you can't really get around it. You might be able to bend it sometimes, but you can't, you can't get around it. It's an, it's a natural law. We all, we all work with it. We all work under it. And there's, there's quite a few natural laws. So I'd like to, to talk about what I've been learning about natural law and the power behind it. Because when we can discover these natural laws and work with them, and when we're able to do that, that really opens up the world to us. Um, we're, not, we're not fighting against ourselves. We're not fighting against these natural laws that are out there. So it's, it's something that I really want to learn a lot more about, and I'm, just, and I'm starting to, and, it, and, it, and it's been great. So I want, I want to share that with you. Uh, the, the next thing that um, I find is an, an, an important tool, and this is one I've, I've just more recently discovered, so I don't know as much about it yet, but it, it is common law. Most people are familiar with statutory law, which is all the laws that Congress passes and writes down and is written in all of the different code books. But it turns out that our country is actually not really a country of statutory law, even though there are many, many laws on the books on the federal level, state level, county level, and so on. But we are actually a country based off of common law. So I've been learning about a little bit about common law, and it's been very fascinating. So I'd like to, that'll be one of the things that I'll be talking about is, is common law. Moving on down the list here, another thing that um, I'm excited about is that I, I believe is empowering, um, that helps us live uh, a more free life is self-defense. Um, being able to protect yourself is is pretty important. If, if you are unable to protect yourself, you're pretty vulnerable to outside forces that wish to do you harm. So I see being able to defend yourself as a very empowering good thing. So yeah, uh, I've taken martial arts in the past, and I used to be a rifle instructor. So I think uh, self-defense is, is pretty important, and is something I'll be talking about from time to time on on the show here. And I guess kind of the to balance that out on on the other side is I want to be talking about voluntarism, which is uh, a belief that all um, interaction with other people should be voluntary. I, I don't believe that there should be force 
or coercion used in any transaction, interaction, or communication with, with others. And on the surface, this is very simple to understand, and it is simple. But if you really start to look at your interactions with others in your daily life, um, there are actually a lot of things that involve force and coercion that are really a big part of our life that a lot of people haven't questioned question these things. So it's kind of it's kind of a big area uh, that I'm not going to get into right now, but uh, I'll just say that there are a lot of areas that. Um, there are a lot of things that use force and coercion in our life that I think need to be looked at. So, the next thing on the list is unschooling. And I was so excited to learn about unschooling. And just to let you know a little bit about my upbringing, I was homeschooled, which I got a lot of benefit from. And I was looking back, I am very grateful that I was homeschooled and had that education. I'm glad I, I was not, I did not have to endure going to public school. And I, th I think what, what I really enjoyed about being homeschooled was it allowed me to be myself. A lot more than what I see the public school system allowing of, of children. I, I didn't have to fit a, a certain mold that they wanted me to fit into. I was I was encouraged, you know, to to a large degree, to you know pursue my own interests. You know, I still had to, to do uh, certain schooling and. Uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic, which I was not very happy to learn a lot of times. I had a hard time sitting down and, and doing the book work. But, um, I yeah, I, I think a, a, a step beyond homeschooling is, is unschooling. And I think what homeschooling is to public schooling... I think unschooling is to homeschooling. It, it takes it a step further. It it's really under understanding that your child is a unique creation. They are a unique individual that is not the same as everyone else. That cannot fit in a mold like. A teacher may may want them to. It's you. You as the parent are are not in the view of unschooling. It the parent is is not there to be, you know, the schoolmaster, the 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 authority figure to to tell that child what he needs to learn and when he needs to learn it and how he needs to learn. So it, it it changes the 
relationship between the the child and the parent to, to being one of of trying to understand how this child learns and of what this child is interested in in and to one of wanting to support what that child is is interested in and it may not be reading writing and arithmetic at the certain time that we think they need to learn it and w- one thing that i've that i've noticed is in in my learning is you know being brought up homeschooled you know i had to learn i was told i needed to learn certain things and my goodness if i did not want to learn something my poor mother she would have such a hard time trying to teach me whatever it was because my mind was not engaged in what I was supposed to learn at the time. It was outside running around in the beautiful day. That's what I wanted to be doing. I wanted to learn that way. I what I did what I what I would do is I is I would go outside and I would I would build forts and I would and I would play war. And looking back, you know what what I do now for for my living is I'm a builder. And that's naturally what I wanted to be doing. I wanted to be building forts. I wanted to be doing things with my hands. So I think when when a child is, is, or really anybody, when anyone is really interested in learning something, they can learn it so much faster when they're really interested, when they're passionate about something. Then when they're told, all right, you need to learn this, you need to learn it now, and you need to learn it in this way. So I see unschooling as really a way to honor the child, to to put the child's interests first. And I know that sounds a little scary to a lot of you because... You're the adult, you've had more life experience, and you know, you think you know what's best for your child. So unschooling challenges a lot of those beliefs around that. Um, but I've really been drawn to it and attracted to it. And I'd love to share what I've been learning with you guys. And I also hope to have unschoolers on, on this show to help explain how it works and to give real life examples. So um, I hope you'll be interested in learning about unschooling. And another thing that kind of goes hand in hand with that is peaceful parenting. Um, I don't want to get too uh, involved with what peaceful parenting is right now because I see that I'm already 23 minutes into this and I don't want to just babble on about things. This is kind of just supposed to be an overview about what I'll be talking about. But peaceful parenting is kind of taking the principle of voluntarism and applying it to your parenting style. It, you know, we don't believe in force and coercion. And I think a lot of, you know, the way I was brought up um, and the way a lot of a lot of people are brought up is 
you know, you don't do something that is, is right in your parents' view, in your parents' eyes, you know, you get punished for it. Um, and I think even though it worked for me and it works for a lot of people, I think there's a, a better way to do it. I think there is is a, a different approach that works even better. And I, it's, I mean, it's another thing I'm excited about is is peaceful parenting. It's 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 a new way of 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 approaching parenting that that doesn't use force. That you don't have to spank your children or take away things from them. And I think there's a lot of power in it. And I've been really excited to learn about peaceful parenting and unschooling. And it's it's actually one of the things that I'm that I'm most that I've been most excited about lately. All right, there's still a few things on my list, so I better hurry up here. Um, the next one is just about health and strength. Um, I was um, growing up eating what a lot of people would call weird foods, um, but the older I've gotten, the more I've realized how I was really brought up eating very healthy foods with a, a good understanding of um, uh, of of healthy foods, how to, how to prepare f- foods, how to read labels, um, so I, you know, I see that as is very empowering, because the the current food system, the, the current foods that most people eat, have a very, um, a lot of them have a very detrimental effect that really um, is harmful to us, <laughs> honestly. Um, so I, yeah, I said health, health and strength. Um, I'm also pretty excited about, about gaining physical strength. I like, I like to work out. Sometimes it's a little sporadic, but um, it's really something I, I enjoy doing. So I'm sure I'll be talking about, about that from time to time as well. All right, moving on. Um, boy, I kind of have a long list here, don't I? Is alternative currency. I see the current monetary system uh, as being a pretty big system of control. So I'm pretty excited about some alternative currencies. Excuse me. Um, Bitcoin. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but it's... Uh, an up-and-coming currency that has been uh, more widely used, and I'm I'm pretty excited about about that. But there's other alternative currencies as well that I'd like to talk about. Um, so yeah, that's another empowering thing that I see can bring more freedom to our lives. And another thing that I'm excited about talking about that I've been learning about, and this has been, uh, one that's been pretty hard for me, is entrepreneurship. Is, I, I believe that, you know, through the public school system, and, and through our culture, is we have been conditioned to, to uh, you know, go to school, to go to college, 
so we can get a good job and there's another way to do it <laughs> um, you don't have to work for somebody you can work for yourself and it it's a hard it's it's not necessarily an easy process because you got to think for yourself you have to um, you have to take a lot of self responsibility you can't just show up show up to work and and do your mindless task and and go home and and that's it you're done but i see a lot of value in um work working for yourself becoming your own boss um so entrepreneurship is is an area that i see can can give can give you a lot of personal freedom so that's something i'll be talking about and exploring on this show and the last thing that i have written down is permaculture which is kind of a big word i it's coming a little bit more uh, mainstream or popular i don't know if popular is the right word but i think more and more people are becoming familiar with it permaculture is it's a design process and it, it's it's based on ethics and design principles and it's um it 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 really looks at looks at nature and the it looks at the the patterns and the relationships that are, that are found in nature and it it helps us apply those to not only you know gardening or agriculture but we can also apply these principles and, and ethics to our our um, architecture, the the buildings that we live in, our, our habitation. And um, I found it very fascinating because it, it it's really a completely different model um, of agriculture and architecture than than the mainstream than than the norm. And I think there are a lot of things that are very detrimental and and harmful to the modern agricultural methods that are used, and they really need to be looked at. So I I see permaculture, the principles and ethics, and what people are doing with. Um, the knowledge and what's being learned by uh, observing nature and applying this stuff it's it's pretty fascinating because you're really starting to learn to work with nature instead of against it and again it's it's very fascinating and i've i've been able to do a little bit of study with it um and apply some of the things. I'd like to definitely do a lot more of that. So I'm excited to share what I've already learned and as I learn more. All right, it's kind of um, the main things that I had on the list. I'm sure there will be other things that I find that are empowering, that are guided by love, and that give us more freedom in, in our life. So I hope that 
some of this is of interest to you that you will come back again and learn um, from my experiences and I hope you will gain value from it uh, I, I don't I don't really want this to be just me talking I, I, I really want this show to be interactive so if you have any questions or comments I certainly invite you to send those to me and I will post the ways you can contact me below this show so I certainly hope you do and I would like to Thank you very much for tuning in to this first podcast of Independence Man here. And I hope you all come back. And I invite you to listen to the show next week. I am hoping to and planning to do this weekly. I am not sure what the next show will be about, but I will post something next week. So I hope you tune in right here on Independence Man, where we are being empowered with the practical tools, proper mindset, and knowledge necessary to live a life full of freedom and truth guided by love.